0: So um, I have a PowerPoint somewhere, which is just going to—it's just going to cycle through a few verses. Um, It's like subliminal brainwashing. (laughs) But if I'm going to be brainwashed by something, I want it to be the Word of God, because the Word of God does that—it brain. Washes. Yes. Now we need a good brainwashing. Does anybody else here need to be brainwashed? Yes. Hallelujah. Everybody here needs to be brainwashed. A lot of people may call you know messianic Judaism a cult. They're brainwashing you. Yes we are. Yes. <laughs> Because the Word of God washes our minds, so yes, Lord, we ask for a holy brainwashing today. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, last week, anybody remember what I spoke about last week? If anybody remembers what I spoke about last week, raise your hand. One, two. <laughs> Peter's a no-brainer. <laughs> So most of you do not. And what a blessing that is. Because I don't speak to humans. I'm speaking into the spirit. And may the Lord do what he wants. May the Lord take words. The word of God is is actually a living, is a living creative force. And when the word goes forth, it finds its soil. It finds its lodging. I am no good gardener. Ask my wife. I'm not a good gardener. But when the word goes forth, he knows the soil that the word needs to be planted into. And it's a blessing to know that all I need to do is just take some seed and just toss it. And the Lord will do the rest. So I'm just gonna take some seed out of the bag. And I'm just gonna toss it. Um, hopefully, this is working. That it's it's cycling through a couple of you know the top few verses uh, pertaining to uh, things in our minds. So it doesn't seem that it's actually uh, doing the cycling through. I cycling. What's that? If, it's not, it won't. if It won't cycle. If it's not, it won't. Okay. So I'm gonna ask Elaine. Every ten seconds to hit the down arrow, you can do that now. We'll go to the next slide, wherever that however you do that. Okay, the slides aren't even working. All right. Well we'll just that's the one that the Lord wants us to see. Right. Oh, exactly. That's a good one. And that's fine. That's fine. So last week, you know, I barely remember what I spoke about. But I remember during the sermon, I spoke about how we are very hard on ourselves mm-hmm. because of our thoughts. And I wanted to, and I did encourage people that in so many ways, our thoughts, we view it as so sinful, but our thoughts are not necessarily sin. It's the action that's sinful. And, and there's so many biblical proofs about that. It says, it says in the New Testament, it says be angry, but don't sin, mm-hmm. right? Which means that if we have a moment of being angry, it's not sin until it turns into something. Until it turns into words that actually become a lie that comes out of our mouth and actually does something. If it turns into action, hateful action. Then it becomes sin. Many of the things that go on in our minds where we go, oh, Lord, 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 and we feel so 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 um unworthy because of the way we think. I wanted to encourage people that it's it very often just it's not sin. It's actually victorious when you are tempted in something in your mind and you don't do it. That's actually victory. It's victory to be tempted and not act. It's victory to have a, a a pull towards something that's even addictive, like alcohol or whatever it is, and to not turn into action. The temptation is not a sin. It says in another place that temptation would give, it births sin. Mm -hmm. But very often the things in our mind are not sin. But even the things that are not sin certainly are not causing us to live victorious lives. Mm -hmm. And many of the things we deal with may not have anything to do with sin, that the struggles we have in our minds. You know, God is not gonna judge us for being depressed. He's not going to judge us for being sad. But are we living a victorious life? Are we living to the potential that we can live to if we're living in a state of being sad, of being depressed, of being anxious, of being fearful, of being jealous, of being overly concerned about what other people think of us? These things may not necessarily be sin, but they're certainly preventing us from living... Good lives. And the Lord absolutely wants us to live lives of victory yeah, amen. and lives of fulfillment. Amen. It doesn't mean that trial and, and, and challenge will come in our lives. He will allow trial to come into our lives, too, to break what needs to be broken in us and to build up more of himself in us. Uh-huh. He allows it. He allows trial. Uh-huh. But we, the Circling and the cycling that happens in our minds, the, the self-deprecation, the self- the feeling so unworthy and unlovable and, and hating yourself is not at all from the Lord, it is from the pit of hell. Yeah. Yeah. It's from the pit of hell. Mm-hmm. And so many people just struggle just with just with thoughts that weigh them down, and it becomes an identity issue it takes a long time to break habits. It takes a long time to form new habits. But when we, when we are constantly in our mind, either worrying or being anxious or fearful, or we're constantly in our mind being sad or sullen, or we're constantly in our mind thinking that this person is better than me, and that person is better than me, and I'm not good enough, or I'm ugly, or I'm this and I'm that, it becomes habit and when it becomes habit it becomes harder to break. The good news is that God can break it in a moment. And the good news is that God can break it over time as well. I was not the most confident secure kid growing up. Uh, I definitely had insecurity and depression and anxiety up into probably my late 20s as an identity. But the Lord renewed my mind. Uh He renewed it. Uh And I've said this before. I've had victories of struggles that I have in my mind in a moment where I, in a moment, it was gone. Uh It was like in the spirit, that prayer that we say every week, arise, O Lord, and let your your enemies be scattered. Uh They scattered in a moment. Never to come back. I've experienced that but I've also experienced the struggle that can take a lifetime to overcome. And God is faithful even in those long struggles that seem to take years or decades. God is faithful. The things that we struggle with sometimes, our identity issues, are sometimes they they happen, they come to us even before we even remember them coming to us. They happen when we are children, or maybe they happen in the womb, or maybe it was something that happened in our generational line, like to our parents or something like that, and it kind of came into us. You know, it often happens for something that we don't even remember. If we can go back and say like, well, why am I depressed? Why am I so down? all the time, or most of the time, it's not like we can always pinpoint it on something. There are certain things I remember that I can, I can pinpoint. I remember, um, now one thing that is not my strength, sometimes I, I wrestle with like a people pleasing type of thing. Like I worry sometimes excessively about what other people may think. It's something that I have to struggle with and overcome. And I'll tell you one thing, being a rabbi <laughs> fixes that real quick. Many opportunities You know because you know one person's Going to be shouting hallelujah And one person's going to be I don't think I like that It's distracting What are you going to do about it rabbi And I got to say well if I do this This guy's going to like it and if I do this This person's going to like it So then it's about centering on what the word of God Says and throwing out the seed And letting it land Mm -hmm. Worrying about what other people Think should not prevent you from doing what is right. right. No, Ever. Right, yeah. Ever. Uh-huh. Ever. Uh-huh. Ever. The, the, the Proverbs say that fear of man is a snare, yes. but fear of the Lord is secure. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, I'll repeat that. Fear of yeah. man is a snare, yes. and fear of the Lord is secure. Paul had to deal with that. He actually wrote in the Galatians 1, I believe, if I was here to please people, I wouldn't be such a slave to the Messiah. Mm. Like, I'm not having a great time here. <laughs> I'm getting pounded by everybody. But if I was here to please people, mm. in other words, I'm not here to please people. I'm here right. to please God. Amen. And that is a, a blessing. But I remember, kind of, I remember certain things as a kid, you know, like I remember this one time that we were on the train. This is me as a very young boy with my parents. And the conductor, or whoever it is that, you know, takes the tickets, um, comes to our seat and says, well, how old is the boy? And my mother said, he's seven. And I said, no, no, no. She said, he's six. And I said, no, ma. I'm seven <laughs> and she said, you're six <laughs> and I said, no, I'm not six, I was six, I'm seven, <laughs> you're s- six, uh-huh. he's six, conductor, I didn't know what happened, uh-huh. turned out that the six and under got the discount, uh-huh. less her. Uh-huh. But I certainly got a wrist turn on that one. And I remember the words, don't ever contradict me. And I remember as a kid being confused about that because I was just saying the truth. And I remember growing up being afraid to say anything because I didn't know that even if I was just saying something truthful that I was going to get in trouble. And these things can happen when we're kids. That's one little thing that I remember. And we have experiences when we're children that can actually impact us as adults. I mean, people that struggle with self-worth issues, it can go back to something. We see in this Torah portion that the children of Israel got their allotment of land. All the tribes got their, in this Torah portion, got their allotment of land. And some people got a big allotment, and some people got a small allotment. You have the big tribes and the small tribes. And we see later on in the Bible, as we get into the time of preceding King David with King Saul, remember the story when Samuel went to King Saul and anointed him as king? You know what Saul said? He said, I'm I'm the least. Mm -hmm. And he didn't mean it in a good way. Mm -hmm. He didn't mean it in a truly humble way. He said, I'm from the least of the tribes. Mm -hmm. And in that tribe, I'm from the least of the families in that tribe. So in other words, this identity of being the smallest tribe seemed to have a negative effect on him. And it probably had a negative effect on other people in that tribe. You're small. You're small. Nothing good can come from you. What happened in Nazareth where somebody said nothing good can come out of Nazareth? I don't know. But these are word curses, or can be word curses, that can cause a child to think a certain way which can cause an adult to think a certain way. Uh-huh. The good news is that Yeshua said that what you do to the least, you do to me. Amen. So he identifies with the least uh-huh. anyway. Uh-huh. And that's the blessing. So don't view yourself as least, as in negative, as in uncapable or unworthy. View yourself as one who Yeshua relates to. Jesus, uh-huh. that you're me. Yeah. I am you. But we see how this, this, this thought this thought of the release of the tribes impacted people generations later. And this can happen. And God wants to break all of us Amen. and set us free of the things that, the, the false lies that are in our mind about ourselves, about our lives, the discouragement, the perpetual discouragement, we deal with it on a, on, a, on a short-term basis sometimes. Things happen, we become sad. Things happen, we become angry. Things happen, we feel this or that. But if it is your identity, are these things just floating around yeah. up yeah. there? Yeah. Are they cycling through? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Brainwash us, of nine. Yeah. Yeah. Brainwash us. Cool. Brainwash us, Lord God. We need our minds cleansed. Thank you, Adonai. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Adonai, that you are faithful to cleanse yes. our minds. Thank you, Lord God. Mm-hmm. You know, I gave this analogy at one point, and I'll say it again because I haven't said it in a, probably in a couple of years, so maybe most of you haven't heard it. So, imagine a record player. Now, well, <laughs> well, maybe Victor doesn't know what a record player is, but I think a lot of us do. Yes, a record player is, is, a knows a record that, player to, is. that plays records on a 45. Exactly. So you yeah. take a little needle and you put it on the record. Mm-hmm. And and the needle kind of progresses forward of the, phon- uh, the record that's on the phonograph and the music plays. Mm-hmm. That's how we played music when I was a kid. Yeah. Except something can happen to the record. It can get scratched. Mm-hmm. Now imagine the record as your life. Mm-hmm. Imagine the record as where the Lord wants to bring you. Because he's always wanting to bring us forward. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He's always wanting to transform us more and more into his liking. He's always wanting to heal us Mm -hmm. in our minds and in our hearts and cleanse us and wash us where we need it. So imagine the record is our life. And then something traumatic happens. Something, something that impacts us, whether it's a trauma, whether it's a, a loss, a sadness, whether somebody hurts you, Whether somebody insults you, somebody tells you something that really impacts you, it's a part of your journey, but the Lord wants you to move past it. But what the enemy will do is put a scratch in the record, right there. And for those who remember records and phonographs, what happens when there's a scratch in the record? It skips. It skips, it doesn't go past it. That's what the enemy wants to do. Mm -hmm. And the Lord wants to push that little arm with the little needle Mm -hmm. to have you go past it because there's blessing past it. Mm -hmm. So may we all be set free of depression. May we be set free of self-perpetual self-condemnation. It's not for you. Amen. It's not your inheritance. Mm-hmm. It's not your gift. And I tell you, it is not your identity. Mm-hmm. It takes a while to change that habit. But some of these verses talk about taking thoughts captive. Mm-hmm. That takes some practice. Yes. It takes some practice to recognize... A thought that's not in line with the Word of God and to recognize that that's happening and to say that is not a kingdom thought how blessed would we be if we at least when we have a negative rotten stinking thinking thought we can at least acknowledge it that is not of God Take your thoughts captive and practice it. Mm-hmm. Practice it. We're big on, we can be big on, like exercise, but you know we need to exercise our minds also. And I'm not talking about exercise like playing chess. Mm-hmm. You know, or exercising your mind by doing Sudoku puzzles. <laughs> That's all good. But we need to exercise not giving negative thoughts. Stronghold in our souls. Exercise it. It takes a while. Pretty much everybody here probably knows that it's tough to get into an exercise regimen and stick with it. It's not easy. That's something that was a blessing for me for COVID. Susie introduced me to exercising. Like I used to go to the gym. You know how like men we do like three sets of (laughs) ten of arm curls, right? I was known for my three sets of one. (laughs) It's true, go there, okay, done, let's do a military press, done, shacked off, time to move on with my life. But then Susie introduced me to these exercise classes that are like, you know, if you go to the gym, there's this one area where all the dudes are, you know, and they're lifting weights and they're pumping iron, but then there's this little room there with all the ladies doing like some sort of hour-long exercise class. And Susie was doing those classes and then she told me, Brian, you have to go and do this class with me. It doesn't matter that you're gonna be the only level of testosterone in that entire class. Just do it. And I did it. And it was life changing. It's an amazing exercise. It'll work you from all muscles, head to toe, plus your heart, plus your lungs. It was amazing. And we started to get into a habit of doing it together. And I wound up going maybe two, three, if I'm lucky, four times a week and my health started to improve. But then when COVID hit and I was home all the time and the gyms were closed, I wound up continuing to do that at home. And a new habit was forced. Mm-hmm. Uh, was, uh, I, I created a, or a new habit. Mm-hmm. A new habit came with me. Mm-hmm. And it was to exercise almost every morning. So now I'm exercising like five or six times a week in my basement to videos. And a new habit mm-hmm. came in. And I want to encourage you that with your thoughts, you can get into a new uh-huh. Yeah. I want to encourage you with that. Yeah. It's not only possible. You have the God of angel armies on your side yes. that yeah. wants you to live an edified, victorious yeah. life uh-huh. and move the identity of being unworthy, uh-huh. of being jealous of other people of being fearful, living in fear, of living in a place of anxiety, of being sad and depressed as an identity. These things happen, but they should be transient. If, they're your, if it's your identity, there is a new habit. Amen. I pray for a brain washing yes. today. Amen. Yeah, no, in the name you. of Yeshua, yeah. Habashiach. Wash our brains, yes, Father. Yeah. We know there's so much of the world that wants to brainwash us. We know uh-huh. that. We know that. That's for another sermon. Uh-huh. Today, Father, we ask for your brainwashing uh-huh. and to heal us, Lord God. And the blessing of God is that God is above time. Uh-huh. Amen. Time is below God. Uh-huh. Time is below God. Do you know what that means? Uh-huh. Just as I can see in front of me that chair, and that chair in front of me, at the same time, mm-hmm. God sees all time, yes. at the same time. Yes. Thank you. This is true. Yes. God sees our Shabbat mm-hmm. at the same time he sees Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. Oh. At the same time he sees Yeshua coming in the clouds when the kingdom of God comes. Amen. Amen. He sees it all mm-hmm. at the same time. That means mm-hmm. right now Amen. God can speak to that little boy Thank you, Lord. and that little girl. Yes. Wherever mm-hmm. that entry point was, mm-hmm. he can speak to it right now. Amen. Father, I pray mm-hmm. that you go back to the little boy and the little girl who received the traumatic experience, something traumatic that has stayed with him or her throughout their life and caused an identity crisis, a false identity to arise Mm -hmm. and a lie that is being played over and over and over again like that broken record. Mm -hmm. Father, I pray right now that you go back to that little boy and that little girl and speak truth and brainwash and speak your love and speak your reality and speak your healing. And speak what you would say to this boy and girl. That I love you. That you are good. That I created you. That I'm proud of you. That I love you. That you're not a disappointment to me. That you are loved by me and you are lovable. And you are worthy to receive my love. And I'm with you. And I'll never leave you. And you're safe. Father, I pray that you go back in time. For us, it's back in time. For you, it's right now. And just say to that little boy and little girl, you're safe. You're safe. You're safe. You're safe. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord God. Yes. It says, put on the mind of Messiah. the Messiah. The Messiah. Mm-hmm. Today, we allow a brainwashing. to take every thought captive to the obedience of Messiah, yeah. yes. to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. Yes, Father, we receive yes. it today. We receive your word today, to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. We, we, we receive your charge to set our minds on things above, not on earthly things. And we receive your charge to whatever is true and honorable and just and pure and lovely and commendable and excellent and worthy. Think of these yes. things. You know, you can be saved and not be free. Mm-hmm. That's right, that's the truth. You can be saved and not be free. But the children of Israel came out of Egypt. They were saved. Mm-hmm. But they weren't free. Mm-hmm. And many of us have that. So Father, set us free today. Amen. 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 Thank, Amen. You, Thank you, Father. Amen. Thank, you, Father. Amen. Thank you, Father. I can't do it in my own strength. <laughs> but I can throw the sea out. you. let it land.